Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast i am kyle i am nick and i'm anthony i feel like we weren't shot out of a cannon enough on the rapid reaction we should have been like happy right we, we kind of came out like yeah the books won kind of cocky almost yeah no no kind of just like lethargic almost just like know, yeah the, the books won but you know <laughs> they're the books the books won i mean we gotta be happy about this i'm it, it it slowly started to settle in for me throughout the entire week of like, God damn, yeah, that was a great win. That was a good team that we beat. We had a national, like, heartbeat. It was like every other conversation on NFL Live or fantasy football NFL or quote whatever was Mike Evans and Jameis Winston and the Bucks defense. And this really just... I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you that this Sunday on Fox, there's going to be like Pam Oliver has more on Dirk Cutter's Buccaneers who are five and, or six and five. And then we'll have those weird paper mache mannequins in the background. Yeah. Yep. And that show. <laughs> it's going to be like the, the one-on-one where Pam Oliver's sitting opposite to Jameis Winston. You know, Jameis what do you think is the key to your success so far this year, Jameis? I just want to win games, man. I just want to go out there. I want to throw the ball and I want to win games. You you state all the time that you just want to go out and win games. How how would you go out and do that, Jameis? You know, I just work hard. I study hard. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of the game. And then like they're intercutting clips of yeah, like exactly of just the bombing touchdowns to Mike Evans and bombing touchdowns to Cameron Braith and bombing touchdowns to other guys who I don't really. What was that guy's name? Um, two There's weeks th- ago. That's a Pam Oliver question. She's like she's like, let me just list off a few guys to you, Cameron Braith. Uh, Vincent Jackson, Austin Safarian Jenkins, uh, Mike Evans, Adam Humphreys, the, Michael Clayton. Yeah, you're just you're passing. Michael the, Clayton, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> um, where 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 are we Rob going? Schneider. Rob Schneider. Um, should we start? Uh, should we back it up and start with the Lightning? Do you think? No. <clears throat> now we're on the box. Yeah, yeah I think not? we should. Oh, should we? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think we should because. Uh, because they're gonna, it's a little depressing right now. So I kind of, I don't so want to end so the show you on that start. I sat. It's such a weird thing that we're flipping the script and like this, the lightning are the woeful part of the podcast, isn't it? Uh, it's 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 horribly weird. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to deal with it. Uh, oh, we were at this point last year. I remember. I remember. We still have a winning record, so everybody shut up. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not pushing the panic button or anything. But fuck, man, it's been a rough week. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't want to lose three games in a row. No, I mean, and yeah, both especially goalies in this fashion. Like, like, yeah, both goalies made look like Swiss cheese. Um, I guess we could start with uh, the defense, if you want to. Or the lack thereof. It's, the lack thereof. It's uh, it's terrible right now. Uh, you just kind of have to hope that when Strawman comes back, hopefully tomorrow, uh, it'll stabilize it. Yeah. Uh, that's all you can really hope for. Uh, I don't think the scoring is going to be an issue forever. Uh, I think there's just too much forward talent. Even without Stamkos, they'll be fine on that end. I'm not too worried about that. Uh, they just got to play better. Like, that's all it's really coming down to. Like, I don't know how, how else to put it. Like, every yeah. the pieces are there, obviously, and it's just not clicking right now, even though it was clicking like two weeks ago. So, yeah. I don't know. They they have to execute, and for the last three games, I've noticed one common theme amongst them is that they're playing the other team's game. Yeah, we've we've and this has been an issue uh, since after the first the cut final that we lost against the Blackhawks. Like we're just not consistently imposing our will anymore. 
uh, it seems like some nights we come out with our hair on fire and push the other team into our game and outskate yeah. them. And, you know, the defensemen are jumping up in the rush and everything's great. And some other nights they look like last night where they just they struggle to put up double digit shots and they don't get their first shot of the game until like seven minutes into the game. And Seriously, I checked at one point in time and we still had eight shots when they had 19. I, I, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Uh, there's really like I've talked about it on Twitter. There's there's really only one thing you can look at at this point. Uh, and that's and that's injuries. Well, there's two things. There's injuries, and I I would be hesitant to put a lot of blame on the injuries because they've been here before and perform been here before and performed well. Uh, I just think you gotta look at the coaches, man. I I don't know what really? got into Cooper after that Cup final loss. Something changed in him, but since then, like this team's been woefully inconsistent. And when they and playing a totally different game most of the time than they played that made them successful that year. Uh. We got through it last year and turned it around late and turned it on and started looking like the lightning of old and then just kind of reverted back to it again. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I really don't. I think it's, uh, I think it's just a little bit of a slump. I mean, teams go through this. It's both goalie, you know, both goalies are, are um, or rather both defenses, I should say, are playing awfully awful, but both goalies give up a lot of goals. Yes, but. I mean, we, we watched, before this, uh, Kyle and I sat down and watched highlights or lowlights or however you'd like to put it of the womp, last... Womp, lights. <laughs> yeah, because it did. It, sounded, it looked like America's um, saddest home videos. Yeah, America's saddest hockey teams. <laughs> but they were just poor, poor Vasilevsky and poor Bishop. More really? Vasilevsky than Bishop because he was just getting hung out to dry. Hey, well, they're dicking around in front of Vassy in the net. Meanwhile, the guy's lining a shot up, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Fuck, like, fuck, fuck!" And it just goes by him. And it's and like, yeah. I, I saw that at least twice against the uh, the uh, blue the Blue Jackets. Are we calling those over? We saw yeah, blue blue yeah. the Blue Jackets, and I saw um, it looked like a vaudeville act. Like our defensemen ran into the forward and checked each other out oh, of the play yeah. against the Bruins, and it was like, "Oh, three on one! Look at that." Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Boyle said it after the game last night, and it, it felt like he was kind of letting it loose a little bit, talking about how he's shocked that the goalies haven't ripped into them yet from how they've been playing in front of them. Right. Like, so at least they're aware, uh, and they didn't, obviously, you'd, you'd have to be pretty fucking thick to not be aware of, you know, well, how your team is playing, or you just choose to ignore it. But I'm glad that they're at least aware that something needs to change. Uh, this isn't just... this. This looks to me, and I know like this is probably overreacting, but it looks a little little more than a slump and maybe some underlying issues that need to be addressed. Such as? Such as playing tighter defense mm-hmm. uh, and effort, compete level, I guess. I know there's like cliche terms. Eff- but no, effort, because it looks like we're sleepwalking through half of the first period, and then the second period kind of feels like the end of it. We... I don't know. I just the, these slumps and these ebbs and flows are starting to be more ebbs than flow. I mean, yeah, the, it, it could be that they're a team now that's just like, ah, fuck it. Like, let's just play well enough to get to the playoffs and don't worry about it. That's no, you're saying. right. That's what Jerbear just said. That's, he goes, yeah. the, the team, yeah. Cooper acknowledged that the slow start had something to do with the team thinking about the playoffs. And it's like, what bigger hangover can you do than losing? And And I get that. Like, I, I don't want this team to – it's hard to explain. I don't want this team to put the pedal down 110% all year long and then be out of gas come playoff time. Like, the, you saw what happened to the Capitals last year. Like, they ran out of gas at the end. Yep. Um, a- at the same time, though, I don't want bad habits to form from a team that feels like they can take a night off every once in a while because that, that's what it looks like to me. Yes. Is that is that some nights they go out there and they're just like, eh, fuck it. Like, whatever. I... We'll just mail we'll just mail this one in. We're we're good enough that we can win we can fire off like four or five in a row and everybody will forget. I feel like that's those, exactly those habits. Those are horrible habits. I feel like we rely on our talent. We we know we're we're two, three lines deep of elite and it's kind of got us. You know, got our hands caught in the cookie jar, so to speak, because you know what looked, three I'm games sorry. in a row, we've, we've not put out enough effort. And that just, I mean, that speaks to me that you're trusting your talent a little too much, even if it's from the coaching standpoint. 
you know what it looks like to me? It's like when Alabama plays Chattanooga or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they play down and they to They just them. go out there and they win like, and look, we're not winning right now, but just stick with me. They win like 31-3 and it looks like they barely lifted a finger kind of thing because right. they're just so much more talented than their teams. That's not always, that's not, that's very rarely true in the NHL where you're just going to out-town a team to victory. Like you might be able to pull that shit off against a team like Buffalo or, you know, a bottom feeder like Vancouver or something like that. But, you know, Columbus is a good team this year. Yeah. Philly's a good team. You know, these, Boston's these teams a good that team. Play, Tugaroska's Boston's one of the Boston's a good team. Yeah. Or a decent team. Like those, the, the, you know, the, if you fucking lollygag, they're going to make you pay for it. And Cooper's even said it. Like they're not defending with the same the te- intensity that they should be. Right. And I don't see like why this is an issue. Like, I, I don't understand, like, why this team... This team knows what it takes to get there. They've gotten so close. Like, they know that you have to bring that level of compete every night if in this league if you want to win. And they just... I don't know if it's just a mental... Like, I don't know if they're saying, like, yeah, let's go out there and fucking, you know, win this game and then not doing it just out of habit. I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, I don't know why the energy level seems to be so inconsistent. Well, we're still a fairly young team. Uh, that could be a reason why. I mean, that's just it's a great point. I mean, it's an experience and a lot of, a lot of the, you got to think a lot of these players have been in the league and in the playoffs in the league every year they played. Yeah. So they just kind of, Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be at the end of the year. That's where we're going. Yeah. I, I agree with you on. So a lot of this team is young, but the core of this team is very experienced. It's true. They've been through. They've been everywhere except when healthy. Yeah, and it's. I maybe it maybe they are missing Stamkos more than we realize. It maybe even more off the ice. You know, maybe he maybe he keeps them on the up and up and rallied together and stuff like that. Uh, he had the whip. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what goes on in the locker room, so I can't say. But it, it seems to me that. So there's just some mental habits that they really, really need to break. So probably a lot of grab assing going along or yeah. in the uh, the locker room. Uh, I think it's a uh, lot of hey around. guys, guess I got paid. Guess what I bought? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quit, quit screwing around, Lightning. That's I think that's um, what they need to start doing. Yeah, and Callahan got put on IR today. So oh, why? Really? How long does that kick him out? It, it it went it flew under the radar on Twitter like uh, Joe Smith from Tampa Bay Times tweeted it and like he was the only one I saw tweeted it and uh, yep he's on IR again. Uh, hey you guys so want you want to hear some shit? That speaking? contract that contract continues to be a gigantic fucking fuck. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I just, I I derailed everything. I'm sorry, but no, go ahead, Kyle. I, I was I was looking at the, the Tampa Bay Times website, right? And the, you know how Anthony was saying it kind of flew under the radar. I was looking at their website, and they in their sports section they have you know like Rays, Bucks, Lightning, and then they have Evan Longoria, and then USF something else, Jameis Winston, and like there's like they have those player names, but like nobody on the Lightning. I'm like, what is that, what is that all about? We don't uh, <laughs> we don't garner that much respect. Apparently, it's just hockey. So Ryan, Ryan Callahan is uh, showing an injured reserve per NHL's official media site. Callahan has moved to injured reserve joining defenseman. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And so it doesn't say what was wrong with him, just lower body. Uh, that means that that could mean a number of things. It could mean uh, he hasn't been transferred to long-term injury reserve yet, which is what Stamkos is on. That's uh, uh, Is that 60-day IR he's on then? No, he's like on. It, it can, I think it's like anything more than seven days. So oh, okay. And that's retroactive too, right? Yeah. So, hey man. I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, he's, he had these problems before we signed him. He's gonna have them after, uh, and that's just how it goes. He's good on that, those penalty kills. I'll tell you what. Oh, good for an injury-prone guy. That's oh, great. I love when he blocks tons he, of shots. Sure, it's really, it's really he, good. He's a he, hey, 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 cranky McCranker. He's gritty. He's a yeah. gritty <laughs> player. He really knows good. how to. He's one of those grinders, man. He's the jam that keeps us together. As <laughs> Old-time hockey fans. No, he's not. He's the crust. He's good Some to have around. Some people like him. Some people don't. Yeah. He's like the dark meat on the turkey. But he keeps everything in line and sturdy. Yeah. Well, look, he's he's the dark meat on the turkey, okay? You're not going to eat him on Thanksgiving Day. You're going to save him for leftovers. You're going to have it on a sandwich with mayonnaise, okay? And cranberry sauce. And cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. Cran- I, I recently started doing that. Game changer. 
Mm. Game changer. At least at least Cooper can't put him in the top six for at least about a week. So that's good. So that's what that means. The injured reserve doesn't mean like you're done for the year. No, it's, it's different, yeah. different uh, parameters. It's like the DL, I think. Oh, I see. You know, like they can activate him after a certain date or something like that. Okay, I thought. Okay, that's why this wasn't bigger news because I'm thinking out for the year. He okay, did. that sucks. He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, so I mean, it gives us more cap space. Like, st- like right now, Stamkos' contract is not affecting our cap room. Uh, it only comes back. It only affects when he comes back. Obviously. All right, guys. Well, we got the uh, the Blues, the Caps, the Hurricanes, and the Canucks. Um, yeah, the Canucks up. is the light at the end of the tunnel, and the Hurricanes—they're terrible too. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. They they got they've been pretty hot recently. Yeah, but that's like relative to a match. They burn out quickly. I'd say you got to win that game against the Blues at home. It's, I think we should at least, we got to at least take the home games or at least win two out of these next four. I'll say this much: if we do not win. If we don't go 500 over these next four, I I am in serious trouble when we do get to the playoffs because even if we do make it in, we're not going to do anything. Oh, we said this last year though, didn't we? Remember we'll, that? Remember we'll, were... we'll make the playoffs. I'm not. Concerned I didn't say we weren't going to make the playoffs. I just we're not going to do anything when we get into them. It's, we're not scaring anybody anymore. Well, Steven Stamkos might Superman his way back to the lineup. The oh, what? Super. Oh, Jesus. Like, yeah, this time he won't be on blood thinners, so he won't. He won't be fucking. Oh, that's right. Out there, he struggling. won't be in the yellow non-contact sweater. That's what took yeah. him so long. I forgot that took him so long last year. Steve Dumag was, was so proud of himself for that. He's on blood thinners. You know, if a puck hits him in the, it's he's gonna he's gonna die. It's like okay, Steve. <laughs> okay, Steve. All right, man. It's cool. Nobody's nobody's saying. All right, I, I just want to bring up one more thing that's hockey-related. Sure. Uh, Forbes came out today with uh, most valuable NHL franchises. They ranked 1 through 30. Uh, do you guys want to take a stab at who's number one? Ooh, yes, yes I do. do. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Let's do this. Um, Kyle, you want to go first? or Are we, Can we do top? Do you want to do top three? Yeah, do top three. Go for it. Let me guess Let me guess the top three. And Am we going one, Come two, on. three in order? Uh, I mean, yeah, and then well, we'll right? do the bottom three. How about that? Okay. Uh, Wait, what did you say about bottom three? We'll do the top three and the bottom three. Oh, shit. All okay. Right. All right. All right. And all right. then, and then uh, never mind. Just go. My guess is number one, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously. Okay. Number, number two would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Number three, Detroit Red Wings. You're so cute. I'm just, I don't uh, just. You got one of them, Kyle. Well, I got the Maple Leafs. Yeah. yeah. I should have waited till Nick went. Thanks. Okay. Appreciate yeah, go that. Ahead, Nick. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, that's a given. I mean, everybody. That's knows. a given. Yeah, I don't think. I'm going to say one. Toronto, obviously. Two. Montreal. Oh, I should have went more Canadian. Um, Three. Oh, fuck. Three, Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, here's the top three. Uh, the New York Rangers at number one at $1.25 billion. Mm. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens at number two at $1.12 billion. Call that and one. the Toronto Maple Leafs at number, number three, three at $1.1 $1. $1 billion. All the uh, all the Canadian Wait, teams. We should do the bottom three because you mentioned bottom. I, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like an idiot now because I, I put Tampa at two. Like, of course I put it at three. I feel just yeah. as dumb. We're yeah, homering up. This is just up. like pure, like, this is what you would have to pay to buy this team kind of thing. Oh, uh, I see. Enough. Yeah. 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 Oh, I knew that, though, sense, but yeah. I knew that. No, I still made those. Their value, basically. All right. So for some reason, I was thinking just like general franchise. But then why did I put Toronto at number one? If they're, they're fucking the Lightning are number one in our hearts of value. Okay. Um. So the bottom three. Bottom uh-huh. three. I'll go through. I'll go first you with go this. First. Yeah, because you got you actually. Bottom won. three. I'll go. Last. Phoenix Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes. Arizona Sorry. Coyotes. Pardon me. Sorry. Um. Second to last, Florida Panthers. Third to last, uh, New York, no, Calgary Flames, sure. Uh, I'll okay. go, I'm going to go, go uh, last is the Las Vegas Golden Knights. No, they're not on this damn list. It, I'm not going to give bitch. you that one. God damn it. Okay, Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricane, 
And drum roll, please. Let's go with the Coyotes. Okay. Well, Kyle nailed it. Uh, not in order, but he got the three teams. Okay. Uh, 27 is the Coyotes at $240 million. Mm. 28, excuse me, 28 is the Coyotes at $240 million. 29 is the Florida Panthers at $235 million. And 30 is the Carolina Hurricanes at $230 million. Damn. Where's Calgary at? Because uh, that was my off shot. Calgary is one. These actually aren't numbered, so I have to fucking count. Oh. <laughs> so well, while you count, you know how I knew, I knew the bottom three because I always, I'm on No Sun Melt's Twitter account. So I always see what he's re- retweeting and tweeting about and he, bitching uh, about. He's hating on. Well, Carolina's a, garb, a garbage fire. Flames right are now. right in the middle at 15 at $410 million. Okay, so where are we? Yeah, where are we? We are one. So while Anthony be top counts, 10. let's guess. Uh, I'll I'm, say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, say, you guys take a shot. Uh, here. I'll say number fifteen. Yeah. No, that's oh wait, he already said fifteen, yeah, didn't he? Goof. Yeah, I'll say twelve. All right. Uh, we're twenty-three at three hundred five million. Fuck. Well, yeah, small market. But that's that's a seventeen percent increase from last year. Yeah. Man, I guess it just. We're so we're small town hockey folks. We're small. Uh, yeah, well, Vinick talked about it. Like he just we just broke even. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's so, true. We've had some be- pretty lean years. And he's. I not, think my I think my biggest surprise on this list, to be honest with you, is uh is St. Louis. They're only one spot ahead of us, and they've been around forever. Damn. You know, I wonder what yeah. I wonder what Stamkos's contract does to that to the uh, value of the team, or, or as far as like the profitability. If they're still breaking even with his contract, the Dallas Stars are five hundred million. Vancouver, because I feel like all Canadian teams are probably going to be up at least seven hundred million. Yeah, yeah they're, see, they're top ten. Here's the other thing too, they, they're terrible and they've been terrible. They've forever. been terrible, but you know what? When I went to Vancouver, I walked around and uh, poked around outside their stadium. Gorgeous. It Let me is. see. The lowest so ranked Canadian team is the Winnipeg Jets. Well, they're the fledgling one. Vancouver yeah. is just beautiful in general. It is. I would move yeah. there in a heartbeat. Yeah, it is. Well, you might want to, Nick. Oh, shut up. Political talk. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about college football now or college football later? No, we can. We gonna talk about some football now. We have to. Address, we have to address some college football issues. <laughs> Let's let's start easy. Let's start with Michigan Ohio State. I think everybody. Yeah, because that was a pretty entertaining game. Everybody and their brother watched that game. It's okay, Anthony. We're gonna ease in. We're gonna ease into this. Yeah, we're gonna get you through another uh, Gator experience. Let's bring up some skittles. (laughs) Let's bring up the uh, skittles. Whatever you do to calm yourself. Oh yeah, Great Vulture's a Michigan fan. I'm gonna bring. (laughs) (laughs) Ohio State fourth down. I just want to. Did, did, do we all know the play? We've seen we've seen the play. Yeah, the the well, I was I was listening to it on the radio because uh, I was driving back from Tampa. Right. And like, the the announcers made it seem like he pretty clearly got it, and then I saw the video and I was like, I don't know, that was pretty close. Like, I what when I first watched, I thought he um um. Didn't didn't make it like Copy it looked you like. It. Make a big screen, please. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go with this HD one here. Oh, good, good man. Always go with the HD. Maybe I should screen share for Anthony, young Anthony over there. Young Anthony, you was a youngin kid. I could look it up. I mean, so so I gotta ask while while Kyle's looking this up, how many uh, how many drunken nights have you had since you've become legally of 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 drinking age? Uh, just one, just yeah. on the birthday. Good, good. Yeah, it's. I'm sure you've gotten it out of your system well before this. I mean, I've I've bought some some good beer that I've been wanting to buy that I couldn't, but yeah. I have getting proud drunk now. I'm proud good of him, Kyle. That's that's good a man. that's a good answer. So, uh, I th- I think it was the right call. I think it was. I think he got the first down. You look at where his knees were and really I mean, mm-hmm. isn't it? He took it, a weird hit falling back, but even his initial momentum. Put yeah, it right. He made where, it. He made it clear. I was gonna say it was a weird play. It was a weird like, play. It was it was extremely like. It wasn't. It wasn't as like he was driving forward and the ball was in like the middle of a group tackle and you couldn't see it. So like he just kind of like fell awkwardly. Yeah. I thought they had stopped him at first, but yeah, I think he got it. So. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun game to watch. It was. I, I watched. It, I mean, third, I didn't watch it, but it was fun to listen to. I watched most of the third quarter, all the fourth, and into the overtime. And I tell you what, 
having no dog in that fight, man, that was fun. Sure was. So let's talk about a game that wasn't so much so much fun. I didn't really think this. I mean, there was nothing exciting about this game because it was just such a. It was. Mm. I guess if you're a Florida State fan. Yeah. No. 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 Tell me how it bad was, it was. It's just fucking like every time. Mm. Every time I feel like we have a chance, we just don't. And I just like convince myself that like yeah maybe this year. No, not this year. You fucking idiot. Like it's. <laughs> Like I, our defense can be so good, and like they weren't that. They're just so. Well, the most of the game, you guys, you guys held like, us in check. But it's, what was that? I said most of the game, you guys held us in check. Yeah, and I. But it didn't matter because the offense wasn't going to do a fucking thing, so I it doesn't know, matter. I know. I know. Like, that's like the story of the past like eight, six years of watching this fucking team. I know. Like the defense I, can I, hold any offense in check, give us a chance to win, and the offense just. Fucking doesn't. shits themselves for 60 minutes. I'm yep. telling you guys, you let a backup run 35 yards in for a touchdown. So your defense isn't that hot shit. So just calm down with that statement. right? Well, there. they're fucking banged up to hell. Like our injury I, list I, is like I, a page I, I long. Just, it's fine. Listen, guys, just, uh, shut up. Rivalries aside, I'm, I watch this as an unbiased third party. And I just thought it was a boring game uh, in general. Just like because, because Florida State didn't, didn't outright stop them, no. you know. It, they they hung much. around, so I was waiting for like a good game from the Gators' offense. I'm like, come on, Gators! Like, let's just come on. I just want to watch something so fun and exciting. And it was just like, oh my god, they had they had so many possessions to just do something with them, and they were like, nope, we're not doing anything. Crazy. I've never I've like, oh, I actually I can't say I've never seen an offensive performance like that because I'm a Bucks fan. I see that every week, almost. You know, <laughs> Byron left, which James. Or, I'm not just James saying, Houston, but like. Glennon, but. It wasn't that boring from my vantage point. Yeah, you so. guys. Won. Well, yeah, I mean, we're fans, but like, still, like, I can recognize shit football when I watch it. And like, I've been watching shit football with the UF for like six years now. Fair so, enough. That was, that so, like, was one that of the was, less was, like, entertaining peak. games between us. Yeah, I was, I expected more out of that game. Yeah. I was disappointed. But I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, when we get an offense, the rivalry will be fun again. But, oh, yeah. But, like, whenever that happens, like, I'll probably wake up and realize it was just a dream. But. Yeah. Be like, wake up, Anthony. Wake and up. Yeah, Jared's, Jared's <laughs> saying Miami, too. Yeah, my, Miami, go those guys. I have I, I have a hat. Fuck Miami. Wait, Miami's ranked 10th? Are they ranked 10th? No, they. I think they've lost like 10 in a row to FSU. Although, our own USF Bulls ranked not 25th. 24th. But 24th in Boom, the nation. Boom, shakalaka That's a bull game, no, baby. No fucking respect for the Bulls, man. No eh. respect. Their their schedule they didn't I mean who look at they who beat they beat Navy they, they had, beat Navy yeah they and beat, they lost to Temple who Temple's been pretty good this year yeah we beat we beat Temple last year though yeah but they won the conference let's let me look up their schedule yeah this is a fourth year in a row that the Seminoles have beat the Hurricanes and the Gators you want to, you want to know how many points Navy dropped on uh, SMU last week how many forty nine. Set- 75. Fuck. <laughs> I really undershot that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, they've beat, they've beat some, I mean, they, they. I hope we get a bowl game against another ranked opponent. Because we will. that would be cool. Oh, I mean, definitely. We get a, we get at least a quality bowl game. I yeah, think. we'll get a, doesn't, quality bowl game doesn't guarantee somebody who's ranked. Well, we, 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 we are going to play for the uh, AAC championship as well. No, no. Temple no, beats not. up. Temple's going to play oh, for that. Oh, shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Son yeah. of a goddamn bitch. Because you guys lost to them in conference. So. Yep. They, uh, same record, same conference record, but they won us, they beat us head to head. I mean, I guess this is a good time to bring this up. I mean, it looks like Willie Tag. Taggart's name is starting to get out there for some of these uh, no, coaching jobs. No, don't touch up. our stuff. We just got this, guys. It's fine. He just he we just, just figured it. out how to use him. He just built a house. He just opened a restaurant in Tampa. I mean, he's he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. <laughs> those are two. If those are two clear signs, okay. Why why would he buy a house in Tampa and go anywhere? You know, hell. you'd have to be a fucking idiot to do that. You'd and an be, asshole. You have to be the biggest asshole in the world to buy a house here and then go to another team. What kind of not even baseball season? What kind of piece of shit does that? You're still airing this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find any opportunity. Willie, yeah, Willie Taggart, a strong candidate for the Oregon job. I don't. No, I hope don't not. touch my but stuff. Here's the, here's the thing with with college football coaches. It's different than the pros. 
I guess. Yes. Because in the yeah, pros, so. there's really, I mean, I get, okay. I guess in our case, we're like a stepping stone job for managers uh, in baseball. Yeah, I would say that in a sense. But like in college football, it's, yeah, there's, there's stepping stone jobs. The coach goes to a job for two to three years. He wins a lot there and a lower competition level. And then he gets a shot with a big job. Like, it's just, it's kind of how it goes. It's very rare that guys stick around. Yeah, um, very true. Especially look at our conference at AAC. And Oregon's got fucking money. Like, they do. And we might they actually out Taggart. They could come to Taggart and make an offer that USF just couldn't match. Unless Taggart, unless Taggart really wants to stay here and really likes it here, which is rare, then he's probably going to leave. I mean, it's, it's just kind of how it goes. Like, being FSU and UF fans, Nick and I, we don't, I mean, the only thing we have to worry about usually is either another big school, which very rarely happens, or the pros. Yeah. Uh, coming to take a coach. So, and, and maybe if USF had made the make, if USF had made the move to the Big Twelve, uh, probably, this probably wouldn't be an yeah. issue because they they would have a lot more funding and they could keep Taggart for for the foreseeable future. But right now, it's just if it doesn't happen this year, it's probably going to happen at some point. I would agree with that. I think. It, for for all the reasons we just mentioned, I mean the the size of the conference or the you know the conference being what it is, and there's no the the, there's no real quality yeah. opponents. Nobody because when it comes to strength of schedule, we just don't have the anything to compete. We Fan, don't the fan support. Isn't it? I mean, I mean, right. I mean just, just look up pictures of Oregon's locker room. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. It, there's there's a fucking hot tub in the coach's room. But here's the thing: he could make yeah. Willie Taggart could make all that happen here. He could. You know? It just would be hot all the time. It the, would be the, the big if the Big Twelve had kept their you know their fucking word that they were going to expand and picked USF. Then yeah, then they totally could have. This could this is a fucking like. The school's located in a talent talented area with a lot of good recruiting and stuff like Ooh. that. Like it co- totally could have turned into something big, but you, okay, you, it, there's just limits right now. Let's just say first and foremost, we're not fucking Fresno State. We're not like Appalachian State. We're USF. We have a bit of a. I think we have the fourth largest draw in this state. We've got a, and it's a yeah. deep, deep state of talent pool yeah. because, like, yeah, it's Florida. It's Florida and. Yeah, I understand that there are talent, uh, you know, on the West Coast, and but you're gonna have to compete with teams like USC, and I, I know Oregon's got money and everything, but USC and UCLA, those those are the big schools over there, not Oregon. Well, hold on a second, Nick. I mean, we've got we've got tons of big schools in Florida. What? No, I yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Are you no, saying that the, that's the, the talent that's pool? For him to leave, no, or? the talent pool is much thinner over there. Uh, whereas, well, it, not really. really. Just go down to California, and they can pick pluck recruits from there if he's a good enough recruiter. Yeah, California's like, a huge state, but there's yeah, and they're they're not the really power. They're not the high school football machine that Florida is. Well, Flo- yeah, Florida and Texas are like the classic. You know, that's where guys, you know, high school football kind of guys come mm-hmm. from. I don't know. I, but you know, but Oregon might like it that he has ties here because he can come here and recruit. Ex- exactly, dude. I don't think tell anybody that. There's no loyalty. There's yet. no loyalty <laughs> in sports. And oh, he would, no, he has would no totally ties. listen if Tiger got how to tie his shoes. right now. I can guarantee you he would he would recruit the guys from USF's class, the top guys in the class, and try to get them to come to Oregon with him. Yeah, that like, would be it, bad. It, yeah, and that's just the way it is. Like it's cutthroat, man. Like if you don't recruit, you lose in college. Well, here's like, how you, you can't recruit, you lose. Here's what you do though. Here's the move. I mean, Florida or USF has to obviously just like, um, you know, offer him the the huge contracts that he deserves to keep him around, and then he builds up the the school to be. Uh, you know, a top flight school. We get a new stadium. Get a stadium. Yeah, cool locker rooms <laughs> and stuff. Maybe we have our own little cool thing that annoys everybody that we play every third fucking down. Um, you know, that's kind of stuff. A bullhorn. That's that's what it'll be. A big <laughs> giant. <laughs> I mean, some of the time when a coach's name gets brought up for a coaching search, it's the agent trying to like get him a new extension. Either that money. or an Oregon biased reporter he who just, wants yeah. to pick his favorite to say. He just signed a contract uh, last year. Yeah, but and that Oregon don't mean that shit in college. I know it means nothing. I know. Yeah. I know. I realize yeah. that. So, okay, let's take a break. I'm getting it's getting hot in this room. So, All right. we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. So we will see you guys on the other side.
Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's talk about Loot Crate. Uh, head on over to LootCrate.com slash shark. Put in the promo code SHARKDROPPER. Save yourself 10% off your first Loot Crate. Tis the holiday season, uh, and Loot Crate makes a great gift for anybody who you're buying for, whether it be your mother, your father, your brother. Maybe you got a cousin you don't talk to anymore. You know, maybe, maybe you caught him doing some crazy shit over the, the Thanksgiving Day weekend and, and you guys you guys are on the outs. Well, let me tell you, LootCrate.com slash shark has the answer because you can get that person a Loot Crate and, you know, maybe maybe help repair that relationship. Maybe you two, you know, maybe you two open up a dialogue now after this and, and, and talk about what happened over that Thanksgiving weekend. You know what I'm talking about. So head on over to LootCrate.com slash shark. Put in the promo code SHARKDROPPER. Save yourself 10% off your first Loot Crate and go geek out with them. We're back. Welcome to Greyhound Cast. Yeah, mm. welcome to Dogcast. Dogcast. Yeah. Um, I would actually be. I would actually become part of a podcast that just talked about dogs. Just talked about dogs the whole time. Review dogs every once a week. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. Do do new shark dropper right. adventure. Let's start it now. So, uh, what's your just favorite cover dog? Cover a different breed every week. No, I mean we got to talk about the big thing that happened this past Thursday. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the Westminster Westminster Dog Show. Yes, and Greyhound won Best in Show. Greyhound won Best. Did it really? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. That was a good Greyhound too. Yeah, I remember it was he a Brindle. It was very pretty. Yeah. What, pretty what was your favorite group? I always like the Terrier group. Terrier group's the best. I'm a hound. I'm a hound guy. Oh, because you see the little hound dogs. Like, Just because the Basset Hound's like, I'm still here. I'm coming. <laughs> That's how they're... So yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, um, um, hold on, I'm let me get up there. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that breed always looks like eighty years old. Yeah, I know, even, when even when they're like puppies. <laughs> well, you know what? We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. Yeah, we we some dogs. So let's let's talk about um, the San Diego Chargers for a second here. What? See, no, segway in right there. We'll talk about the whale's we'll, vagina we'll city. Talk about the dogs still. Um, San Diego, we're going over. We're going on over to San Diego. So this is a, one of those dangerous West Coast trips after a victory. And it, this is this does spell bad things for the classic Buccaneers. That's but true, but we're we've shown that we're anything but. We're the new and improved Buccaneers now. Well, at least lately. And we're really jumping the gun on this, aren't we? we I think we are. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, I feel like this is going to completely blow up nope, our face. At best some point. team ever. Yeah, you know what this is? That like this this three game win streak feels like at the Fourth of July when you light the fuse and you run away and you're like, "What's going to happen? Is it going to go off? Is it going off now?" Like everybody's kind of waiting. What's what? When is this all going to blow up in our face? Is going to wander over and pick it up? Yeah. Then, oh. oh. No, he just doesn't. He doesn't have the grip strength. It'll it'll fall out of his hand. What's left well, he could it. use his other hand. Oh, this is depressing. It's fine. Poor he, JPP. I think he got an interception this past week. Oh, really? Good. Uh, good I good. thought it was a fumble recovery for a touchdown. I know he scored. Did he spike the bomb? It was like, radical! Yeah, but it went off to the left a little. Let's get some pizza! He's not a turtle, you jerk. <laughs> Looks like one. <laughs> Jeez. The hands. Hands. <laughs> hand jokes, guys. We're making hand jokes on the podcast. Oh, man. Um, I think, I think San Diego poses a unique challenge because, I mean, even though we've played Russell Wilson and I know Alex Smith's not some pushover, but we haven't seen the likes of a really, really good quarterback in a few weeks. So this will be a good tall test because Phillip Rivers, I mean, from the highlights I've seen, Phillip Rivers is a rather accurate quarterback when he has protection, which he often does. I don't know. Russell Wilson's no slouch. Yeah, but he was his line was a slouch. Yeah. But we, but we did that to him. He didn't just have like an off day. We we made him have a bad. A day. little column right. A, a little column B. No, I think we we when you sack a guy six times and and intercept him twice. I mean, we forced all that. That's that was just him having a bad day. That's true. It was like his first interception in three hundred yeah. or something. That's no mistake. Yeah. Like, and then you get the second one like five passes later because fuck you. But I do get what you're saying, Nick, because you you had um, Derek Carr who just shredded us at will. Yep. You know you had Matt Ryan who did the same, mm -hmm. and you had Carson Palmer who did the same thing. Which and those those at the are point all... in time he hasn't been able to do that to any other team. Yeah, wasn't that strange? Well, the Bucks. Yeah. 
So good quarterbacks do tend to play as well. And this is and he's like your he's like your pocket passer. He's a quintessential I'm yeah. gonna tear up this quasi two cover two thing. Right. He's not thinking doing. run pass here, he's no, thinking no. passing the ball when yep. he, when he drops back. So I mean that some say that could be a good thing because that could give our defensive one dimension to to focus on that. They're not gonna have to contain there's not gonna be anybody I guarantee you this this week there's not gonna be anybody spying Phillip Rivers. That's true. But I I've also heard that uh, Seattle's line was was pretty. They, Seattle had two rookies starting. Yeah, Seattle had two rookies starting against us. One of which was undrafted. One of which was a first oh, round I, draft I pick. That's not good. Yeah. Um, so the one the one constant Nick and I noticed from watching the Chargers last game against the Texans, where they where they won, is the amount of protection that clean that, pockets. Yeah, clean pockets all day for uh, Philip to old step Phil. up. And the thing is, is he he doesn't do the tipsy toe thing. He stands pretty tall. He makes, I don't know, because watching Jameis Winston for almost a year and a half now, or more than a year and a half, um, he does this twinkle toe thing where he steps in and out of, you know, like <coughs> makes me nervous. Philip Rivers is almost statuesque in a sense that he plants and he, he has good mechanics. Right. I'll tell you what, man, that Philip Rivers has a bolo tie. To, to beat to tie a bolo. all bolo ties since we're saying good things about him. Yeah. It's going to be tough, man. This is going to be a... Uh, Every game from here on out, really. I mean, I, I asked you this before the show. Let me So let me ask everybody right now. I think we got a chance to beat the Chargers. I think we got a chance to beat the Saints. Um, do we have a chance to beat the Dallas Cowboys? Would, I say that no. would be the that's the NFC. Actually, uh, that's the NFL measuring stick right now. Yeah. Um if we play our best game of the year. So maybe. Having if if we go out there and the defense plays Seattle level, like we played against the Seahawks, and the offense consistently plays good all day long, yeah, there's a chance we could do it. Um That'll be the best offensive line we'll see but the rest we, of the season. We can't play on offense like we did against Seattle. That's oh, not going to. Oh, we have to convert. What if? Yeah. What if they just keep on going out there and stomping people? We like we do this every week. Like I don't know, maybe. Yeah. What if we never get on the bandwagon and they go out there and trounce just, San Diego? And yeah. It's like, oh I'm shit! I'm not getting on this bandwagon until until they get they they make the playoffs. That's true. That's a good point. I'm not. Fu- I'm. I'm not fully on this bandwagon until that. Uh, oh, can't call I'm it a bandwagon. I'm a Bucks with fan. The progress of this team. Uh, I'm very happy with the way they played lately. I'm happy with a lot of things about this team. I'm proud of them for beating two really good teams two weeks in a row. Uh, but I'm not ready to fully commit to saying, "Hey, this team is permanently good now." Yeah. Like no, we got. You know, I'm. I'm just. I'm not ready to do that yet. This, for all we know, this week they come crashing back down to earth. There's just not enough evidence to suggest that this team is is where it needs to be yet. That's a fan. That is a fantastic way to put it because I couldn't agree more. Like there is, we have seen this before. Like sure, we're, we're beating quality opponents, and sure that we are trouncing the you know the unquality opponents, but. We've seen this record before. We've been sold this bill of goods. So we were. Uh, I agree with you on that caution. There's, there's got to be that cautious optimism to everything. But it should be optimism. It should be the, the needle should be trending north. Yeah, because now I look at every game as being, hey, we should, we could win this game or we should win this game. If we don't, I'll be disappointed. Absolutely. I'm now officially on the. My hopes are up. Right. Right. Go, going from. We're probably going to lose this game. Lose. Yeah, like but yeah. going into this, this week and saying, hey, we're probably going to lose this game. No, I don't feel that way mm-hmm. right now. I feel like we have a chance with every game. So We held Seahawks, yeah. the Seahawks to five points. Five points. I mean, shit, that's a, that's a baseball score, as the joke alluded to. The, yeah, the guy, the, the NFL guy. Everybody. You know, I, the thing with football is, like, it's really hard to judge a team week to week. Yeah. You just don't know. Like, it's not like in hockey or baseball when a team kind of gets on a roll and you can kind of see the momentum building and stuff like that, and they play every other day or every every day and they can keep it going. Like, yeah, we just won two big games in a row, but we have a whole week in between games, and they could come out and look like a completely different team on Sunday. Uh, Lord, I hope just, they practiced on Wednesday. 
<laughs> it's just it's it's a young team still, and uh, let's just hop, let's just hope they're not feeling themselves too much. That's something that I worry about. Yeah, uh, with this team, you gotta stay they humble. Gotta, gotta stay hey, stop reading your paper clippings. Stay yeah. humble. Stay focused. That 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 is a that's a good thing. Good way to put it is to uh, stay humble, be focused, and not uh, you know let the keys to the game slip away from your head. You got to keep those keys to the game inside of your dome, your dome piece, right where they belong. And uh, guys, I think it's time we got to remind our players what the keys of the game are. song i don't know nhl 16 17 16. nhl 17 i'll give it till the hook or at least until they you know they bridge it up let's wait for some drums there we go that was lovely oh this was nice nice little music break okay okay cool my key to the game. Number one, key to the game. We gotta get in there the night before the game. We gotta we gotta get into San Diego's uh Qualcomm Stadium. Is that what they're calling it now? What are they oh, calling sure. it? Sure, whatever Pet, this week. Petco Park. We gotta get into Petco Park <laughs> and we gotta sneak into the locker room and we got a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible style down to Philip Rivers locker. And guys, we gotta take the bolo tie. <gasps> And we gotta we gotta take it because it'll we we capture his power, we capture his essence, and then we have you know Mike Lennon touch it and and come in and, and play the fourth quarter so we can up his trade value. Ah, yeah. I like that. That's so that's, a, that's a good key to the game. That is my my first key to the game. That's my key to the game. Very good, very good. Okay, the uh, second key to the game. I'm gonna go ahead and say the the Bucks are gonna extend a contract not to a player or coach but to the CEO of Playtex because they're going to reach out and get the world's biggest pad for the San Diego's vagina because everybody knows the San Diego's name is the whale's vagina. We all, we all learned this. This is history. According to Ron Burgundy. Well, yeah, but that guy might as well be. He's a legend. Anywho, yeah, biggest Biggest pad ever, ever, and stretch it across Qualcomm Petco Park Stadium. All right. Thank you, Donald Trump. Anthony? Oh. <laughs> uh, we got to make the Chargers go back to their home on Horror Island. That's uh, that's really what it's all about, this game. We just got to put them back in their place. That's really all I have to say about it. Take his bolo tie and throw it in the water. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. All right. Good keys, guys. Good keys. <laughs> You know, I was gonna. I was thinking about going with one like related to the Super Bowl because we we did play a Super Super Bowl in that stadium. So like, we did. We won one. Yeah, we we got to capture that essence. I think we got to go, Joe. Yeah, the, that was the, Philly. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> the uh, the Super Bowl was dropping, getting, looking, getting, looking, getting. Those are the middle. Caught, intercepted. Derek Brooks. He's going all the way. Bucks. Yeah. You know, Box win. I yeah. mean, Nick, as many times as Kyle has probably forced you to watch the Super Bowl DVD, <laughs> you should know this. Still, yeah, I, I still see the copyright still infringement that in my comment. nightmares. Can still repeat that's that. One of the, that's one of my favorite episodes is when you guys watched the Super Bowl DVD and recorded it. That's the one episode I still haven't. I don't. I've never listened. Really? to that It's episode. a lot of fun. Was, it's like listening to it through somebody who's never seen its first eyes, even though we've seen it so many times. Yeah, Anthony. You know what we should do is watch the fucking cup run with Anthony. We could do that. We gotta do it before the the playoffs. Ooh, yeah, because then it's bad juju. Yeah, we could totally do that. I'm gonna be home for a while, so we should do that. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Any uh, any thoughts? Any any last thoughts on the Bucks? Bull predictions. Any cool things happen with them? I mean, do we think uh, we're gonna they lose? Signed, they signed Major Wright today. Yeah, because Chris Conti's out. He's out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's I don't know how I feel about that because they've he's he actually playing better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's actually starting to be a confidence. You know what? He reminded me of a lot of Matt Carl. Matt, Matt Carl. <laughs> Matt Carl. All right. Matt. So well, hold on. I think I think you gotta win. You, you gotta win this game by. Um, 
Hacky take incoming. You got to win this game by uh, sticking to your run game early in the game. Got to stick to the run game early in the football game. Fucking, he's literally reading a script right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him. <laughs> you got to open up the pass game over the top for Mike Evans. Mm-hmm, so the play action can work. And, <laughs> and you got to put pressure on Phillip Rivers all game. Cool. And that's how they're gonna have that's how the Buccaneers are gonna have a chance to win this football game. Thanks, ESPN Talking Head, back, Alpha Bravo. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> um yes or no, yes or no, will, will we see Will Myers at the game on Sunday? Will they show him on oh, TV? I don't know, but his forehead might be seen from there anyway. Maybe. Could be. With um, a big fuck you raise hat. Yeah. <laughs> him and his paternal father, Joe Buck. Yeah. Just reflecting sun off their giant yeah. foreheads. How are the playoffs, Will? Dick, how were they? How'd they go? How'd that go for you? Well, we didn't go. Shut up. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He's Will Myers. <laughs> I mean, unless you're talking about the Fenway game that he fucking missed the foul ball and then got oh, his name. Oh, I'll never forget that. Dick. They broke Will Myers. They did for us anyway. Yeah. Jerks. Fucking, fucking Boston. Boston. Oh, you have a good thing? Oh, do you? Let's break it. Let's, <laughs> break, their, let's break their good thing, huh? Your good thing's not as good as our good thing. They did it to yeah. Stamkos. I'm glad Stamkos hit the goalpost. Fucking Oh, Jesus. Losers. So, um, any bold predictions before we get out of here? Uh, I think th- I think the Bucks are going to win this one. Really? Yeah. Fuck. What did I just do? Is that bold now? I don't think that's very bold. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. You want me to go bold? Yeah. That's why they're called bold predictions. Another six-sack game for the defense. Defense. Ooh. Proves that they are the dominant force that they show, show shown that they were nice. against uh, Seattle. So another six sack game for the defense. That's, that, that is big, that's big bold. That's big air. I'm going. Doug for it. Martin comes back. Not only does he get a hundred yards, not only does he get a hundred and twenty yards, but he gets a hundred and thirty yards. Whoa! And I'm gonna throw a score in there. Okay, hundred and thirty yards and a score. Doug Martin finally. Eclipses the the mediocrity of yeah. his, his season this year. I think he had hundred. Did he have a hundred yards? I don't know. Yeah, not before he broke himself. I'm going to say that uh, that old major right gets uh, two picks. In this wow. Off of That's Picante. Yeah. I thought mine was Picante. Yours is Picante. That makes for a sad Chris Conte. Oh. Hey. Picante Conte. I like it. Happy right. about our team. It's it's it, uh, it's it's a good time to be a Bucks fan. It is. It's rare that we get to have these kind of uh, podcasts where we're actually optimistic about our football Seriously. team. Seriously, good feelings. This is the kind of culture that needs to be harbored with this team now. See, this is the, this is mm-hmm. you know they kind of they need to stay humble, but they need to they need to expect to win every week. Mm-hmm. Trust like, your product because you guys are good enough. Obviously, yeah. You bring that culture, then then big things happen for you. Then big free agents want to come here. They don't want you know. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of the. Oh, Bucks good! Machine. More big free agents! Yay! Well, oh, God, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Negative, what, negativity. I know well, it's Bucks, so it's it's hit or miss and mostly miss. I'm just saying, maybe maybe. Just draft well. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah, which well, which already has been has been. Good. Spotty at best. Spotty. No Spence. Got him. James Winston got that guy. One guy's dead. You know what you know what the best thing about having a good team no, is you don't have to talk about the draft till it's actually here. It's nice. That's yes. true. Could you imagine? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking the other day? Or Cleveland. I wonder where our because uh, our um the the prediction that Anthony, myself and Katie made on the podcast back on one fifty four, I think it was. We called the Bucks to go nine and seven, mm. so I mean, mm. we must we're, we're, we're tracking closer to that with a, with a series of coin flips. Yeah, with a series of coin flips, but we're tracking closer to that schedule than any of our preseason predictions. And that who would have thought that? So, suck yeah. sucking those dicks, guys. Yeah, let's keep it up, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Or is, it, or is it like a situation where I'm going to be presented with the dicks after? Oh yeah, I've already seven given seven everybody seven else your address. Yeah, okay, so everybody's gonna report to my place. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be his nickname. One K. We've, we've checked. We've checked them all. Don't worry, Kyle. They're all. They're all good. You won't get any disease. Look, we'll put. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's fine. And then we'll just turn the lights off and close your eyes. Okay, they'll mind. call it one day one K Dick Kyle. There you go. Nick, yeah. you didn't get any from what? Craigslist, did you? Um, I got a Craig. 
I don't if, know if he was from Craigslist. If you mean didn't get, if by didn't get any, you meant got everyone, then yes. <laughs> I got happened. some that identified as female. I got some. That... Well, okay. shit. I'm sorry, Kyle. Yeah, well, we really a... tried to organize this properly, but it, it looks like you're gonna be uh, dropping the be ball. Ah, days. Hey, not my loss, man. Okay, I guess you guys are satisfied with eight and eight. So, just I'm just trying to do my part over here. Eight and eight, I would be satisfied. I would be satisfied. Eight and eight. Yeah, no, let's just be serious about that, right? Yeah. Now. Okay. So... Oh, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? We wouldn't be satisfied with eight and eight now. We Is would. No, we no, would, be. would be. Satisfied. Absolutely, <laughs> would be. No, I would. Oh, be. okay. Yeah. No, no, no. If we go two and three the rest of the season, I'll be okay with it. How do you feel if we lose? How do you feel if we lose out? If we lose out, then we're we're back to more closer to last year than we were than I thought. It depends on how we lose out, I guess. That's always what. That's always that's always the answer. Whatever you guys are cliche full tonight. I say regardless of how we finish out the season, if we lose out by getting shut out five consecutive times. Then that's a bad thing. I still think that this season was a success. In the beginning, it was. Yeah, it's it's a good first year for Dirk Cutter. Yes, six and six and whatever, six wins is a good year for your first year head coach. Mm-hmm. And then you improve upon that. But it's not good. There. But it's not good as your second year QB, who's the number one pick. No, but all. you still still at the end of the day, we had a new regime take control of the Buccaneers. I mean, he kept a lot. You know, they the, kept a lot of personnel on the offensive side. Yeah. But you, you had a you had he regime retooled. change at, at at one buck, so for a first year head coach, I think that is a pretty solid win total already, and everything on the everything after this for me is icing on the cake. It's true. If we get another win, I'll I'll be I'll be genuinely happy because then that means we'll have like my preseason prediction was seven and nine, and I thought that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, you know, I might be uh, eating them words. We look forward. Jerry Bear said it. We look for. I look forward to Sundays now. So do I. Yeah. I mean, I always did, but no, but now more so. You're optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. Get to watch the. You, you, I love Bucks wins because I always. When after we won the game, I turn it right on to NBC so I can watch NBC talk about it. Still, yeah, stroke our dick. Yeah. You always make sure to watch all the highlights every week. And you're like, yeah, look at look at this. What happened? <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> One day this will all be gone. <laughs> that's when you have a child and you're like son enjoy this or daughter enjoy this because these moments are fleeting yep one day it's going to be flag football yep <laughs> okay i think we can uh we can wrap this podcast on up in a nice tight little bow help hope everyone had a happy thanksgiving yes um and tomorrow's december tomorrow's tomorrow december. is december officially i have my christmas tree up I'm getting my Christmas tree tomorrow. I just put put up my lights about a week ago. On the first, nice. like a good American should. Who gets their all fucking... Right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. Uh, that was Word of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I am Nick. I'm Anthony. See you next week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 